Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For you are welcome in this place. You are welcome to Anointed Disciples of Christ Ministries. I am your host, Apostle Donnie Benton. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome each and every one of you. Welcome each and every one of you who are, who are joining us for the first time. We welcome Anchor Broadcast Podcast. Amen. On this morning, we welcome our international listeners on this morning. Uh, we welcome Germany, United Kingdom, Asia, Africa, and Australia on this morning. Thank you for joining me. You could have been doing anything else this morning, but you chose to tune in to Anointed Disciples of Christ Ministries. And for that, we say thank you. Do me a favor. Call someone, tag someone, text someone, tweet someone, TikTok someone. Let them know that we are live on this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. And thank each and every one of you who are joining me live and those of you who are listening in the studio. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank you again for just joining me. Amen. And so on this morning, I'm not going to be with you long. I wanted to just give you um, some words of a word of encouragement, but I wanted to bring it from um, the Old Testament of of joshua amen but before we do that let us pray father god in the name of jesus father we thank you we praise you oh god we give you glory we give you honor oh god father for you are worthy to be praised oh god for you are the father of heaven maker of heaven and earth oh god you are alone are worthy to be praised father god we thank you oh god that you gather us together on this morning oh god that you cause us to be erect on this morning, oh God, Father, that you allow us to breathe, oh God, that the hand of death did not come visit us, nor our family, oh God, we didn't get a phone call in the uh, early in the morning, oh God, we thank you, oh God, for your wondrous works, oh God, we thank you, oh God, for the work that you're doing in our lives, oh God, we thank you, oh God, that we accept the prayers of the righteous, oh God, we give you praise of thanksgiving in the name of Jesus, Father, for you are alone to be worthy to be praised, oh God, Father, we thank you for manifesting yourself in our lives on this morning. Praise the Lord. Father God, as I decrease and you increase, oh God. Father God, let me minister this word, oh God, to the hearers, oh God, that they may be uplifted. Oh God, that they know that they don't have to be weak, but that they are strong in you, oh God. Father God, that they don't have to fear, oh God, what the enemy brings to them, oh God. And that beyond anything else, oh God, we are more than conquerors through Christ, oh God, that strengthens us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Oh, I am excited and I've got to calm down. Um, I just thank God because he is ever always manifesting himself in our lives. Amen. And if my manifestation may not be yours and your manifestation may not be mine, my blessings may not be yours and your blessings may not be mine, but nonetheless, men and women of God and those that are listening, amen. We just thank God for whatever he's doing in our life because we know that whatever he is doing, oh God, there is a purpose and there are plans. It didn't come to kill us, but it came to make us strong. Amen. It is to be a blessing and a testimony to those who are listening. Amen. And so uh, I am going to forego all the announcements this morning other than to say um, that if you are in need of um, counseling, or if you are in need, or if you are find yourself in a crisis situation, amen, I ask that you uh, please, please 
um, either call my confidential helpline, inbox me, text me, so that I can provide you the resources that you need. Amen. Uh, for such a time as this, please do not go it alone. Uh, please forgive me. I am multitasking here. I got a whole lot of uh, technology going on. So I'm trying to make sure that I got everybody cranked up and all of the systems cranked up as well. Amen. Okay, so we are going to, to go to the title of the message is He Will Be With You Always. Amen. Or you are never alone. So we're going to go to the book of Joshua. And we're going to go to the first chapter verses. I'm going to read verses six through nine, but we're going to do kind of like a, um, a summary of who Joshua is. Um, so Joshua, get your word, get your notes, get your Bible. Um, and we're going to read uh, Joshua one, six through nine. Amen. And it reads, be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto thee, fathers, to give them. Verse 7, only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou go. This book of the law may not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written with therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Verse 9 says, have not I commanded thee, which is a question. He's saying, have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee with whithersoever thou goest. Amen. That is the word read, Joshua 1, 6 through 9. Amen. So before we move on, we just kind of need to know who Joshua is. I don't want to assume that uh, that everybody knows who Joshua is. And so I'm going to give a short synopsis of of what Joshua, who Joshua is in terms of what what he what his purpose is and why we are reading this verse. So Joshua, um, he began his life in Egypt. He was a slave under under Pharaoh, under the, uh, those Egyptian taskmasters. But we know that Joshua rose to become what was one of the greatest leaders in Israel through his obedience to God, which is what we just read. Amen. And so after the death of Moses, we know that Joshua became the leader of Israel, successfully directing the Israelite army and its conquest to the promised land. Amen. And then some of the background about Joshua's journey, let's talk about that for just a moment before we move on. So when we think about Joshua, we, we have to, we can't talk about Joshua without talking about Moses, amen? So we know that when Moses sent 12 spies to scout out the land in Canaan, only Joshua and Caleb 
amen, believed that Israelites could even conquer the land which God helped. Remember, they were talking about, oh my goodness, there's giants in the land and we look like grasshoppers, but it was Joshua and Caleb, amen, um, that believed that they could conquer the land with God's help. So angry, God sent the Jews to wander in the wilderness for 40 years until they um, until the unfaithful generation had died out. Remember, so I think if I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly, it was anyone that was 20 and above 20, they all died out. Amen. So that gives us a whole, can you imagine how long that must have been? And only reason I think about it is because when I'm, I work at NC State and when we are phasing out a concentration it takes a couple of cycles. It takes a couple of years to cycle out everybody. So same thing here. So think about that 40 years until unfaithful generations had died out. That's a long time. And of course, those spies, only Joshua and Caleb survived. Amen. So before the Jews entered Canaan, Moses died, right? Moses passed away and Joshua became his successor. So the spies, sent in, uh, the spies were sent to Jericho. Um, and we know that story about Rahab, the prostitute. Um, and we know that, uh, that they sheltered them and they helped them escape. And I'm a, I'm a bypass all of that, but except for, I want to say this, um, um, that the miracles that, uh, mirrored the one that God had performed at the Red Sea is, is a, it's a mirror image of what we saw happen at the Red Sea when we talk about what um what they did for Rahab when they went in and uh allowed invaded the, the army invaded that land amen so let's talk about Joshua so even though even Joshua at times he missed the mark amen because he either got distracted or perhaps even he listened to too many voices so what I want to say to that is nevertheless even though Joshua had wasn't perfect he proved the life of obedience to God that bear great reward. And when we don't have spiritual discernment, men and women of God, we lose the ability to know and be informed of what is going on. And that's what discernment is, amen? What's going on or what's happening in the realm of the spirit. And so we know that sin always has consequences and that sin keeps us separated, amen, from God. So if we live according to God's word, like Joshua did, we will receive God's blessing. And even now, we must be able to separate those voices, those mixed voices to, re to, um, to reveal truth. So obedience, faith, and dependence on God made Joshua one of the um, Israel's strongest leaders. He proved to be bold, amen. And in his boldness, he set an example for us today, amen, an example for us to follow. And so before battle, Joshua always consulted with the Lord. But like I said, um, unfortunately, he didn't do so at this particular time when the people of Gideon entered into a deceptive um, peace treaty with Israel. And so because, because Joshua did not use his spirit of discernment or, or he was listening to too many voices, um, he missed it. So... God forbid Israel to make those treaties with any people in Canaan. But because Joshua uh, didn't um, hear God or he didn't seek God first, or whatever the situation was, 
right? He made this mistake. And what I reason I want to bring that out is because we're not perfect. And sometimes we we speak too soon. Sometimes we we make decisions without consulting the Lord first. We didn't pray. We didn't we didn't tap into the voice of God. We didn't allow our ears to be lended to to God's voice. Amen, someone. And I, I'm bringing that us to us today because that's where we are, or some of us are. Not everybody, but some of us are. And we see the reciprocals of what is going on in the world. And this is the one reason, men and women, God, why we must be unified in the faith. We must be unified in hearing and staying focused, staying firm, and staying and staying on, on guard. Amen. In this hour. Praise the Lord. So let's go back to Joshua. So in these verses, now, now that we kind of have an idea of of, of, of Joshua and what I'm going to do is I'm going to tie these verses into where Joshua what Joshua may have been thinking and why it is so important that that these verses that I am um, um, I read to you um, six through nine why these verses were commissioned amen so in Joshua's one six through nine it says be strong and of good courage for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which i swore unto their fathers to be given amen so three times in this commissioning of joshua god admonished him to have courage amen so the first time he was referring to the courage which is what i was just reading to you why courage was necessary it was necessary to complete the task of conquering the land and the and dividing it among the tribes Amen. And then verse seven says, only be strong and very courageous that thou may have observed to do according to all the laws which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou may have prosper whether thou goest. Amen. And then it says, um, I'm going to read verse eight. It says, this book of law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou may have observed to do according to all that is written therein. For then, for then, right? So once you do these things, then thou shalt make thy ways prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Amen. So the second time he was referring to the um, to courage required to keep the laws of Moses. Amen. Disregarding all of the pleasures um, and the pressure to compromise. And then that was verse seven. Then he would have to maintain those laws, even when he saw advantages to compromise, to sidestep, take shortcuts. Amen. Advantage uh, in terms of his own convenience or even his own popularity. Think about him being Moses's successor and what the pressure must have felt like. Amen. Think about what what Moses accomplished from where he started to where he ended up. And can you imagine, um, and, and, and sometimes if we be honest, sometimes we, we start looking at other people and we compare ourselves, amen? And so then what we don't wanna do, we don't wanna go through the whole process so that we can have good success, amen? But what we'll do instead is we try to take shortcuts and sidestep thinking that that's going to cause us to shine a little bit sooner than what god might want 
or the process of whatever it is that God would have us to do so that we could have great success. Amen. And then I'm going to read now. It says, verse says, have not I commanded thee? That's a question. Let's 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 talk about that. It says, have I not commanded thee? But be strong and of good carriage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou shalt go. Amen. So the third time God spoke of courage. He was referring to it in uh, uh, in the remedy of fear. Amen. And he emphasized, he commanded it to be fearless by twice rewording it and he repeated it. Amen. So we see where he repeated it. He started off in verse six, be strong and of good carriage. And then he said it again in verse nine, be strong and of good carriage. So he felt it was important to enough to repeat what he said. Be strong and of good carriage. Then he said, don't be afraid. Amen. And then he said, don't be dismayed or don't be shocked or don't be surprised. Dismayed, that's, those are some of the words. That's what dismayed is. Don't be surprised. Don't be a taken. Don't be taken back. Don't be surprised. Don't, you know, don't be shocked. Amen. This is the conclusion of the whole matter. Amen. Um, showing that God's main purpose in speaking to Joshua was to put to rest all the fears um that would probably be in his natural heart amen so as it is then it is now so i believe the reason why god gave this to me to to share with you today is that we can't be fearful in our heart about the things that we see or the things that we are going through or the things that we may be experiencing and will experience Amen. Because I again, I'm going to repeat it as long as the Lord tells me to. Here we are in 2022. Amen. 2022 represents us standing on or agreeing with the word of God. In, in, in order to do that, we've got to stand guard. We've got to have our ears open, men and women of God. Amen. We can't veer to the left or the right, no matter what's going on around us. Here we have Joseph, uh, Joshua, amen, who, who is up against all this stuff. But he's got to do what the word of God says. He's got to be in agreement with this word. Amen. So Joshua had always been a brave man. So if he had been brave up to this point, then why all of a sudden might he have succumbed to fears at the moment of taking power? Because he's in transition, amen? Uh, Moses died, and now he is stepping into uh, this place of power. So why do you think all of a sudden he is feeling a certain kind of way, feeling fearful, feeling like he, he he's not going to be successful after the word told him that he would? So let's, let's think about that. Let's break that down. Amen. So number one, let's think about this. He was succeeding a great man, greatly mourned by his people. In the previous month, Joshua had had seen how much um, his predecessor was admonished, right? Because they 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 the the the, the people admonished him. So 
almost 40 years, Joshua served Moses as his assistant and regarded him almost like a father. Once in the past, God had encouraged a godly fear of Moses by making his face shine with the reflection of God's uh, glory. That, and you can find that in uh, Exodus 34. Exodus 34, 29 through 35. Amen. So Joshua felt incapable of filling Moses' shoes. And what would you? So, so for example, you know, the mantle that I have 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 and been endowed with amen uh, uh that's a great uh a weight or you know a great pressure for me to fulfill the shoes amen of of my mother of my father in the gospel that's a great great pressure amen but the bible reminds us that greater works shall you do amen greater works shall you do but that also means you gotta have a mindset that we're moving forward and not in the past we can't do things the way it used to be done because that's not the dispensation dispensation of right now. God is a present God, amen. And so, in the present, what is it is that, what is it that God is speaking right now, amen, amen. Let us continue. So, can you imagine how much that must have made Joshua feel that he was going to have that he felt like he needed to to fulfill the shoes of his successor amen so in this we detect here evidence that josh of joshua's humility amen to relieve his doubts about his ability to succeed moses god then had to assure him as i was with moses i will be with you always that was verse five amen verse five he says there shall not be any man um, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of my life as I was with Moses. So I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. So this is what Joshua had to hold on to, men and women of God. And what I am saying to you today as a plug is you have to, to hold on to what the Lord has promised you. Amen. Number two, as to why Joshua may have felt fear at the moment he was about to take power. Number two, so across the river, he would have encountered the intimidating enemies, the 10 spies that had um, been reported that the Canaanites were a strong people. And they, indeed, they were populous. Indeed, they were, they had, they had chariots, they had walled cities, and they had giants. Now, I mean, just be real about it. If you see a giant, and I've actually met one, um, there is a giant who is in Johnston County. She is about eight feet tall. Amen. And when you first meet something like that or even see something or experience something like that, your heart skips a several beats, amen? So Joshua would have found the strength of the Canaanites intimidating for two reasons, right? The first reason is because they were threatened, they threatened the safety and, and the success of the army, right? And then second, because they put his counsel of many years to the test. 
So he had urged Israel to enter the land, saving confidently that they would triumph over Canaan, right? Because he and Caleb were the ones that opened up their mouth, said, oh, we can do this. We can do this, eh, right? But now you got to put your money where your mouth is, right? So now here we are. We are at the moment of testing. And what I want to say about that is God will put us at the moment of testing to see if what you've been saying do you really believe it in your heart now put your money with it can you can you do this let's do it where where is the action we're talking but where's the action behind what you're saying amen so now to demonstrate this counsel um that his counsel had been the wiser he must lead the israelites to victory over them who was them the giants amen um, those who were occupying the land of Canaan amen, at that time. To remove this um, cause of anxiety for Joshua, then what had to happen is God would have had to, God promised that no, no enemy, no foe could stand against him. Remember, I just read that in, in verse five. Now, the third reason. So the third reason why Joshua may have been feeling a little fearful is that in his assurance um, that in the assurance to Joshua, God told him that measures he could take to keep his followers from rebelling or uprising. Um, remember, there was a point in this in 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 uh, in this where the the Israel the Israel kind of uh, rebelled against Moses. You know, they they got mad. You know, we, we got all these plagues going on, and so the people got mad. They was trying. They got. They started complaining about manna from heaven. They got tired of eating, you know, manna, and so that there was a, a, a up a upheaval, if you will. So God said that this book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth. Verse eight, and also he was reminding Joshua to observe to do according to all the law not part of the law but all the law in other words he needed not fear to um he need not for to fear that that they were going to revolt in order for that to happen though if if he remained faithful if he faithfully schooled the israelites in the law and if he himself set an example in keeping it fully then he would have not had to worry about uh them revolting because the lord reminded him to observe to do all things according to the law so in other words we have to follow all the instructions not part of it again it goes back to me saying that we can't skip um skip some of the process because we want to get there faster so what i am saying to you all is that whatever it is that God instructs us to do, we've got to do it to the letter. Amen. Do it to the letter. Amen. All right. So um, the next thing is Joshua rightly felt dependent on God's success for his success. Amen. So Joshua was perhaps worried that the people might become so wayward that the Lord would break fellowship with them. But the Lord re re relieved this fear by promising them that he would never depart from Israel so long as Joshua would stand, 
stand as their leader. So this means that Joshua could not get to a place where he was so frustrated and so fearful and doubtful that he was ready to throw in the towel. Because we, we have to understand that even now, what we're going through in the world and what we're going through in our ministries and what we're going through maybe on the job and what we may be going through in our health and what we may be going through in our family with our relationships, we have to have a blessed assurance in the word of God. So, so the Lord assured Joshua that he was not going to fail, nor he was going to forsake him. And what I am saying to you all today, whatever it is that God has assigned you to do. And sometimes we do miss God. We, we, we don't have the spirit of discernment. So this was when uh, we need to have those people around us that can hear. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I said this on last week. Don't be afraid to say, I'm not sure if I'm hearing correctly. Amen. Which reminds me, I had a woman come to my office. And I think I've even shared this with you on last week. A woman come to my office to report to me that the instructions that was given to her um, that I had given to her concerning a thing concerning in in her house um, uh, worked that it had come to pass and that she followed the instructions of the prophet and that she came back she came back to me to report that it worked and that the issue was no longer of discussion and I praise God for that because she entrusted the God in me amen to hear in the realm of the spirit discern it amen that uh the need that she needed help with that uh she would entrust the holy 